0: hi hello and welcome. My
1: name is the Alpha Female
0: and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Manny's Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to
1: Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking gunner and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva
0: Blue Pants Bait and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk.
2: Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the King of the Mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, <laughs> fellas, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> we're That's crazy. We've had 70-degree weather here. For, oh, I man. mean, we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn
1: Canadians and we're <laughs> spitting snow. So. And if you have not visited us last night on the Raw Watch Along, this voice may sound a little different to you. That's because after a two-week hiatus, Carl Carafel is back. That is me, Carl Carafel. I am joined alongside Chris Best and OMD for this edition of Turnbuckle Talk, episode number 358, Departures and Delays guys it is so good to be back with you first chris how are you doing
2: doing pretty good been a pretty busy day as far as getting stories together putting editing uh stuff for the show tonight
1: very glad to uh have you back as well carl <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it omd how are you doing
0: i'm doing all right it was a uh, rather lax day at work but still can't complain and welcome back
1: Always good to have you back, brother. (laughs) You'll notice I am looking up in the video here, and for that I apologize. I need to see a little bit of a bigger screen, so I've got it all going up to uh, my television as opposed to my laptop, which is right here. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to be back um, after two weeks of not being on shows. It's just good to be back to talk with everybody. Let's get right into it chris what have you got for us this week
2: so um i'm gonna start us off with a bit of a sad story mm. Um, gonna start so us off with yeah it is a bit black shit, uh considering one of the jap uh one of japan's rising female stars has passed away mm. and that being one asahi 21 years old died in a car accident. She was uh, working the Japanese independence, building herself up. Mm -hmm. Everybody said she had a very promising career. And just like that, it was cut short from a car accident. Um,
1: What do you guys make of this? (laughs) Mm, Okay, this is going to sound very, very brash and very bold. Um, Life happens. And mm-hmm. it's part of life. Um, life and death are inevitable when it comes mm-hmm. to what happens in this world. Death and taxes, man. Death and taxes. Yeah. Uh, when you're when it's your time, it's your time. Unfortunately, uh, sad. Yes, it definitely is for somebody who is so young to be taken away from this world and from uh, you know everything that she was even enjoying because I'm sure she was absolutely loving it. 21 years of age that Mm. uh, she was able to be part of such a big promotion already. Lots of people in their wrestling careers aren't able to make it to that type of a level. Oh, yeah. By that age, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: This is tragic. But I mean, as Carl alluded to life happens Um, Mm. and I mean, We've had cases of it where these accidents happen. Uh, Jamin Pew, a little over a year ago. Yeah. Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Um, we had it almost happen here a couple of years ago when uh, CWE left the Sioux. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, when you're having to drive town to town after doing a four-hour show and then be on the highway or wherever you're going for another four, up to potentially eight to 12 hours. I mean, we don't know if she fell asleep at the wheel, if she was a passenger, what the situation is.
2: Um, well, there is an official statement from one of the companies she worked at. It says here, it is with heavy hearts that we announced the passing of our beloved Asahi, who was taken from us following an unexpected accident. Consequently, our events at uh, Shinkiba at Shinkiba on February 9th will be postponed. Details regarding future events will be communicated on the coming days. Our deepest thanks go to go out to all who have supported Asahi throughout her journey. So, this is actually a smart move by the companies uh, mm-hmm. that she's working for for canceling events and letting the wrestlers who have worked with her grieve through this process. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm and with there being such a large amount of professional wrestling that is out there she is somebody that i wasn't even familiar with mm-hmm, right but it it's not like that takes away from uh you know the 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 feelings that are there right also, um when you when you become a professional wrestler you're welcomed into a family yeah so, and that's what I
2: said this a few months ago on another wrestler's passing that OMD and I weren't quite familiar with, regardless of where you are in the world, when you join wrestling, as you said, Carl, you are, you are family. So this is mm-hmm. like, we lost a sister here for all of yeah. us. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, but yeah, just totally devastating. I do hope that uh, her family does come back from this. I do hope that we find some peace in this loss as well. Absolutely. Um, hang on one second. I'm trying to open up my messages here because I do have another sad passing that we definitely do need to cover. Oh. Um, wasn't, he wasn't necessarily involved in wrestling on a consistent basis. But country megastar Toby Keith passed away today for after battling after a long, long battle with stomach cancer. He's been he was mm-hmm. battling it for like two years. Yeah. Um. One of his most famous moments in wrestling came at the very first TNA show when he gave Jeff Jarrett a stalling suplex. And it was a picture <laughs> perfect stalling suplex, mind you. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was. Oh,
0: yeah. It was.
2: Um, but yeah, uh, Toby's, this passing came as a shock to me because I'm not just a metal fan. I do like some country music and Toby Keith is one of my most favorite go-to is one of my go-to artists when I want to listen to country. Right. Okay. So, um, another moment that, uh, we didn't actually talk about when Carl and I, you were talking, we were talking about this this afternoon, Mm -hmm. but when he gets hosted raw. And he uh, did some special guest ring announcing for a match between Sheamus and Santino and helped Santino take the victory. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, Toby, there's even interviews on, WWE.com, on WWE's YouTube page where Toby talks about just how much he loved the wrestling business because he grew up around it. He'd mentioned wrestlers that he enjoyed grow- growing up like uh, Bruno Sammartino, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Larry zabisco was another one he mentioned, yeah. But what do you guys?
0: How does this affect you guys in any way? Again, devastating not just to wrestling fans but to the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched that clip of his stalling suplex again today on Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Um, and to think, because he was he blew off the white house that day to do that show
2: yeah and he did a small con oh he also did a small little concert beforehand mm-hmm. and yes jeff Jarrett interrupted and that's what led to that
0: that yes. suplex. <laughs> um yeah as well he was almost one of the owners of tna yes he was, he was. looking to buy it um but family situations happened for the carters mm-hmm. um and so it just didn't didn't pan out um right. and that would have been interesting because we did see Tna delve into an entertainer running their promotion for a long time
2: yeah that being one Billy Corgan
0: yes um so again just a all-around hard day for the world of wrestling and entertainment with asai and Toby Keith's passing yeah,
1: Carl, what do you think? <laughs> Myself and country music don't mix. Never oh, have. I know that. I know never that. will. But <laughs> I know the name of Toby Keith. And I think I, I only know the name because of professional wrestling. I just mm-hmm. I find it absolutely amazing that you you have these these people, um who were outside of the wrestling world outside of the wrestling business, but have that passion enough for that business and for the sport of professional wrestling that they want to be included somehow and do what they what they can to have that feeling of being inside that ring in front of that type of a crowd. Cause it's very, very different. I have done some singing So, I know what it's like to be in front of like that type of a crowd. Yeah. And in front of a professional wrestling crowd, they are way different feelings. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's it's insane. And I just, I love the fact that we can get uh, people who are not part of it mm -hmm. who express that they enjoy it and someone who is such a big iconic star within their world and their realm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> JJ coming in saying Carl, I got some country that will kick your ding-dong in the dirt, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean um one of my favorite songs from Toby Keith was Beer for My Horses alongside Willie Nelson. Really fantastic song. Um <laughs> But no, his contributions to the wrestling industry were just not just those two appearances, but I mean, they used to point him out whenever he was in the crowd at a, at mm-hmm. a live sh- at a show as well. Yep. And you would see him just like get up and he'd be so excited to be at that show, you know? And you can yeah. tell that, that that excitement was real, you know? It wasn't yeah. just some kind of like they were there for, as OMD has been using the term lately, they were there for a PR stunt or anything like that. They were there because. Toby was there because he loves wrestling. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rest yeah, in peace uh, to both of them. Re- uh, yes. Yeah,
2: RIP to both of them, for sure. For sure. Um, what I mean, what more can we say? I mean, Toby's... He's built himself a Hall of Fame career outside of what he does, so... Outside of the wrestling business, I should say, but I do see that if they did bring back the celebrity wing, that he comes in at some point, maybe that'd be cool. It would. Um, let's talk about let's let's move on to some lighter news, as it were. Um, okay. Let's talk about a WWE signee who is now delaying her uh, arrival to the WWE. And that is one, Julia. Um, She's decided to delay showing up to uh, WWE, which I got to assume she was going to be going to the NXT brand anyways, as we've got NXT on our TVs, right, on my TV right now. Um, She has delayed herself so that she can help one, Rossi Ogawa, the now former president of Stardom Wrestling, Yep. Start a brand new promotion. This is brand loyalty at its highest, in my opinion. Here, what do you guys, what do you guys think
1: of that? I think it's fantastic that she has decided to do this. Um, mm-hmm. It really speaks to who she is as a person, not just mm-hmm. as the character of Julia, but as a person. Yeah, to to really lend yourself to someone who has helped build up who you are and to put on the back burner, the largest company in the world to do such a thing really shows character and I think will actually be very beneficial when it comes to her time within the WWE once she does make her way there. (gasps) The WWE is going to look at this and say, We understand the loyalty that she had over there. And we want people like that. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, Again, I know a little bit of Julia's work um, and a fantastic competitor. She will be a welcome addition to any locker room.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I. And, sorry, OMD. Yeah, words just can't describe the character yeah. that this shows. Her integrity.
2: I think this is also a way for her, like, if she comes over to WWE and in the off chance she doesn't like what's going on with uh, her in WWE, she's got something to fall back on now with Rossi Ogawa
1: okay and this
2: promotion that they're building yeah um i
1: I didn't even think about that idea yeah that's that's yeah it makes total sense yeah um
2: she's she's expressed her loyalty to rossi for years a lot of women wrestlers actually have and there's a lot of women wrestlers who are departing stardom because of what uh, happened to rossi ogawa as well right (laughs) um So I do expect that maybe she's going to work a few matches under this new promotion once they've got it figured out, once they've got it going, just so that they can start getting those viewers, getting that audience to the live shows. Right. And then once things are settled, then we're going to see Julia come over to NXT.
0: Now, the question I have, because I believe it was her contract is due up, was due up with Stardom next month.
1: Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So is she maybe honoring her stardom dates for Rossi Ogawa to help with the startup and then going to come over or is she going to stay for a year to help build the build? No, Rossi
2: Ogawa is completely gone from stardom
0: now. No, but I'm saying, is she going to honor those dates that she had originally booked for Rossi Ogawa or is she going to just, or is she going to wait over there for a year and build this company?
1: Hmm. I think she's going to stay and build. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's six months Whether it's one year We don't know But I'm sure that she's not just going to uh, Finalize and uh, fill out her contract On the end of the month By the end of uh, next month And just kind of say Okay, yeah, see you, bye I'm I'm going on to the WWE now um, mm-hmm. It sounds as though She is really going to be making a stand over there and uh helping as much as she possibly can and then after that kind of going to rossi and saying hey listen i think i have helped as much as i can here i would like to take my opportunity over there would that be acceptable and i don't see him saying no right
2: I fully agree with you on this one, Carl. I totally agree with you on this one. Um, yeah, I, I really do think like this does speak very highly to her character. I do think she does finish her whatever date she may have with stardom and then maybe move on to helping yeah. Rossi Ogawa out, thus keeping like making her still look good in her past employer's eyes. You know what I mean? right it's like giving that two-week notice and still working those two weeks and say instead of saying F you I'm out you know
1: yeah
0: right
2: um but speaking of Rossi Ogawa let's dive into like what happened with his firing because this is kind of just kind of came out from left uh came out of left field considering uh it was Rossi and his partner who started this deal he wanted out of the he, his contract was due to come up in the spring of 2024 but just suddenly he's gone fired just like that kind of a uh, makes no sense but as of february 4th which was two days ago he his contract was terminated um because of the fact that he was caught or they they think he he was poaching talent from other promotions Coaching talent is usually a big no-no. Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. is guilty of doing this, and he won't admit it, but he he is. <laughs> um Ogawa then gave his side of the situation uh to close a 24, uh to close stardom's 24 or February 4th show. Um he he just said suddenly after the match. He was told that he was fired. He was put into a cab and sent home. Just no severance package, nothing. You're gone. Wow. Just so that just kind of rate that kind of. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Because I can't I can't uh, organize my thoughts on this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Probably there was probably an investigation that we have not heard about. could be. Um, So, and I mean, it's hard for us to keep track of all the goings on with every company in the world. Now, whether this was just an internal investigation from stardom, whether this was done under the United Japan pro banner with the nine promotions,
2: Oh, this was um, not not them at all. This was Bushi Road, who owns New Japan, yeah. who was doing the investigating, or okay, who fired yes. him.
0: So, so there was... I'm going to guess that there was likely an investigation that he's reaching out and maybe potentially actually poaching talent, as you alluded to. Eric Bischoff was guilty of it. Vince McMahon was probably guilty of it at some point. Paul Heyman was probably guilty of it at some oh. point.
2: You said Vince McMahon, probably. He was. Look at how he got started with the uh, Hulkamania in 1985.
0: He was going around to all the territories and taking all of their top guys. True enough. So it's not an uncommon practice. It's just now...
2: It's a big no-no.
0: Now, now that in this day and age of contracts, now you've got these talent who are breaching contracts. You've got these companies who are breaking contracts. Mm. So that's why it's sort of now you have these 90-day non-compete clauses or in the case of a developmental a 30-day right so we don't know all the details but I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that there was some sort of internal investigation from Bushy Road and it was probably just let's get through this and then drop the hammer yeah and the thing is i'm kind of surprised like i think rossi
2: just based off the comments i read there it seemed like he was rather surprised at this so let's put this into perspective here because there's been a lot of backstabbing as far as japanese promotions go and promoters as well this is how all japan got started this is how new japan got started this is how pro wrestling noah got started because of the backstage backstabbing politics that most of the time happens in Japanese pro wrestling. I mean, pro wrestling Noah, for example, um giant babas used to run that promotion. Right. Or sorry, Giant Baba used to run all Japan. Mitsuharu Misawa was his president when uh Misawa died, or when Baba died, I mean. Baba told Masawa that he wanted the promotion to continue running the way he was running it. However, he left the promotion in his wife's will and his wife decided to take a change in direction. And that was where Masawa was like, okay, I've had enough. I've got to leave. I'm going to do pro wrestling the way, and I'm going to do it the way Baba wanted to run a promotion. Right. So uh, Ogawa, I'm excited that he's starting a brand new promotion out of this too. Carl, you look like you've
1: got something to say. (laughs) I think a lot of this really comes down to as well. Bushiroad maybe um, trying to do good for themselves in this Mm -hmm. in a sort of way. Now, Ogawa had essentially sold the company of stardom Tabushi road Mm -hmm. right there was a five year no compete clause that was put into place now apparently issues started happening about nine months ago when executives began overruling ogawa regarding booking and business decisions which ultimately as it would for anyone upset both ogawa and stardom talent being overruled by the president's uh then president uh harada caused ogawa to decide to leave the company um taro okada replaced harada uh-huh. in november but the issues continued even though ogawa was already planning to leave um I think that Ogawa was under the understanding that over the five years that he would not have anything taken from him or any, say, pulled from him, that he would have full control until then. Right. And I think that this is probably a way of Road kind of going, we're sorry, but five years is coming up and you do not have full control. Um, February 18th is when ogawa gave his notice of res- resignation he had given that some time ago yeah so it was already known that he was going to be leaving and i wonder if this is just bushy road really just solidifying hey dude unfortunately you said you wanted to leave and you are done now because of this the founder of stardom is probably going to bring several talents with him. A lot of them are very loyal to Ogawa. Um, A number of talent are expected to leave in March, which is when their contracts expire. There are other talents who have been talking about leaving and have actually been given legal (laughs) threats in the past several weeks, informing them that they cannot until their contracts are over. Now, the only one that is really under any long-term contract within Stardom right now is IWGP champion uh, Mayu Iwatani, and that's yeah. only because of her biopic that's going to be released very, very soon. Uh, we can tell you that Ogawa is not going to be going to the WWE at all, That he is actually going to be creating a new company for himself and for whoever wants to come with him. Um Tara Okada yep. and Bushi Road merchandise manager uh, Oyama are going to take over Stardom's as their bookers effective immediately. Actually, so yeah, I think I'm, that this is Bushi Road's way of going. Hmm, yeah, we we know you're done, so we're going to solidify that.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. I've got the I've got a quote here about his con- confirming that he's doing a promotion. We got the bulkster in here. Hello, everyone. Bulkster. Um, Good
0: to see bulkster, you,
2: buddy. He was fantastic. He was with us on the uh, uh, NXT Watch Along this past Sunday. It was great to have you on that show. Nice. Yes. Um, but I've got a quote here from Ogawa about his confirmation that he's going to start a new organization. He goes, Oh, a new, a new organization? That's right. I want to do things that we can't do here at Stardom Bushy Road. He's uh, mentioning there are quite a few things that can't be done here because we are a big corporation. We can't do everything. Right. So it sounds like he wants back complete or he wants to have complete control over what he's doing for his promotion.
1: Wouldn't you? Yes. Like, yeah, okay, I get it. This is this, you know there's a sale that's in the process or whatever. There's a five year, no compete clause that's put in there. I get it, but mm-hmm. you want to take away all of my control. You may as well just fire me now. Yeah. Because you're taking away everything that I have worked for. Yeah. To build this company to what it is for you to now have that company after you purchased it. Right. Now are you are just going to let me take my money and leave. Or do you want me to continue and stay and help continue so that you people in Bushy Road can have a better understanding of what stardom actually is? I would be just as pissed off and upset.
2: Yeah, because based off what you had said there, Carl, it sounds to me like he was just president in name.
1: Mm-hmm. Like he
2: was just there to fill a seat. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how it feels and just reading up on ogawa's work it he does not sound like that type of a guy to me that would just sit there and take it you know right
1: right um <laughs> you oh yeah you were looking at yeah. more you still have more yeah on i was it, just uh emotion.
2: quickly reading more on what ogawa had said ogawa said that uh, uh, there are a lot of wrestlers who are going to be joining his new promotion. So, as I said, a lo- as you said, a lot of those wrestlers—it's brand loyalty in a nutshell. Yeah. Here, they're going to. There's going to be a ton of guys. This happened even when, as I mentioned earlier, Mitsuharu Misawa leaving to form Pro Wrestling Noah. He took all Japan's top guy, Go Shizaki, at the time, mm. and brought yeah. him over.
1: <laughs> yep
2: he was all Japan's heavyweight champion at the time right hmm. um
1: very interesting
2: so yeah this is I'm very intrigued to see how that where this goes uh he also says we didn't do it he he we didn't poach uh talent or staff there were a lot of wrestlers who heard rumors and wanted to come to stardom however okay. President Tara Okada was okay with everybody coming over hmm so they so may need to dig to... a little they may need to dig a little deeper yeah on this one
0: and i wonder if this now falls under the united japan Pro has to look into all of this because of stardom being under their banner with new japan all japan uh shimmer shine Noah, ddt do you need to now get the big company involved?
2: Maybe. Only time will tell, my man. Only time will tell. Yeah.
1: Um, it sounds, this it is it just sounds so- as though Bushy Road was really uh, just maybe trying to use Rossi right. and fill their coffers, so to speak, mm-hmm. right. with amazing talent that, that they knew were going to come over to work for stardom, anyways. Right, I wonder if that was maybe uh kind of it was already in their head and and they were already kind of pre planning all of this. This is all just speculation, by the way. This is not anything that is, yeah, because this, cause is, this just is kind of how I'm feeling right. and how I'm right understanding things. yeah, um, this is uh
2: fresh off the press. Is this this story is like two days old, so
0: yeah. Um, now I mean, as we discussed brand loyalty, I mean, to a much less significant extent could we potentially see julia in that same role as the undertaker with wwe during the monday night wars sting with wcw
1: i don't uh, think so okay
2: well as i said earlier yeah she is going to go with rossi and help build the promotion but she's going to have something to fall back on in the case that WWE doesn't work out for her. she can go back to mm-hmm. whatever Rossi's promotion is going to be and be and be the star that she is right now she can yeah. be the star there yeah. um but yeah this is a a lot of uh a lot of intrigue coming out of this one for sure um And speaking of intriguing moment, uh, intriguing things here uh, and brand loyalty, by the way. Um, In a significant announcement from uh, Tsuyoki Fukuda, president of All Japan Pro Wrestling, he shared insights into uh, the company's direction and resilience. He's been uh, the president of All Japan since 2020. Uh, Fukuda has navigated the organization through the challenges of COVID-19. Uh, trying to rebuild the brand of all japan because let's face it after giant baba's wife took over all japan kind of went to crap um he said uh that he does not plan on selling all japan at all he wants to protect the integrity of the company and the history of the company he wants to rebuild it build it back to the prominence it once had. Cause in the nineties, all Japan was the place to be
0: right in yeah. Japan.
2: <laughs> what do you guys make of this uh statement here? Is it a shots fired at new Japan?
1: Is it? No, not at all. It's not a shots fired at all. I think this is just, uh you know, y- you get all of those, those other sports teams out there let's say right like let's say uh the Toronto Maple Leafs um that every year go out there and are like this is going to be our best year ever and we're going to finally make it to the Stanley Cups and we're going to we're going to win the Stanley Cup and we know that we are and we're not changing anything because we know that what we're doing is working mm-hmm. um only to to I'm not I'm not even going to go there um but I think that that's all it is I think that they're yeah. just really Uh, hyping themselves up Mm -hmm. to be that 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 name right and and for for people to know that hey we're not going to be changing anything we we're not planning on on doing any of this outrageous stuff we're giving you good product you're enjoying this good product and we want to continue to do what we are doing without you guys having to go through any changes or any type of bs to uh, you know and to to think that we have sold out for any type of reason because we haven't i think that that's what this is
2: right yeah um i i agree with you um i do actually think that uh this partnership that they've done with the, the WWE is going to bring all japan more to the forefront not exactly above what new japan's doing because let's face it new japan is the WWE over there all japan is WCW over there that's right. just how I view it, view it right, right now. Um, OMD, you were going to say something?
0: Um, I'm going to agree with both of you. I don't think it's shots fired. I think this is a case of they're looking at their marketing where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And how do we get there? You can do what WWE did back in September and officially make the sale and bring in a parent company now. Um, you can do what AEW has done and they've got that multimedia time warner deal conglomerate. Mm-hmm. And these guys want to do it themselves much like TNA or old school ring of honor. Right. Yeah. Um, you're... Yes, they fall under the united japan pro so they've got that multitude of shows where i'm sure this talent can now go and cross promote
2: Mm -hmm. um so yeah it sounds like you guys are saying that all japan is going to be the alternative to what new japan is doing and i feel like i totally agree with you that they should be focusing on their own thing I get brand promotion, and that's exactly what the president was doing in this uh, interview, promoting the product, saying, "Hey, this is what we've got over here. If you don't like what New Japan's doing, come over and watch us." You know, um, right? Which you is know not what? A bad if i to do, yeah, I was just, I was just about to say, like, if I had access to All Japan, I'd, I'd check out some All Japan shows if I could. Right? Why not? why not indeed it's it's wrestling as a whole so anytime i get to watch some form of wrestling i'm going to find a way to watch it
1: well with with that you know what it's going to be a lot harder for people to um take a look at another promotion unfortunately um so we we know that espn uh, has has really done some amazing things, right? And the combined offering set to bring sports linear networks to a direct consumer service, ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. single platform, designed from the ground up for passionate sports fans. It's poised to launch in fall of 2024 with a dedicated app for direct consumer access subscribers will have the option to bundle this service with other things like Disney Plus, Hulu, or Max. Now, right. this network is going to include ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, SECN, ACCCN, ESPN News, ABC Fox, FS1, FS2, BTN, TNT, TBS, and True TV in addition to the ESPN+. What is interesting about this as well though is that it's going to encompass sports including NFL, NBA, WNBA, MLB, NHL, NASCAR, college, UFC, PGA Golf, Grand Slam Tennis, FIFA World Cup, cycling, but no mention of professional wrestling. So what is this going to mean right now for A.E. who has been showing on TNT and TBS. Are they continue to be shown on those and not be part of the ESPN Plus platform with all these other sports? Or is AEW now going to have to maybe find a different way to bring their product to the masses? I don't know if you guys heard anything about any of this.
0: I've heard a little bit about what you just listed. I read it a little bit earlier today too as well because their deal with Time Warner comes up in October. Yes. Um, And I think they're going to have to find a new way to get it to the masses.
2: Yeah, they definitely are because uh, ESPN is actually owned by Disney for one thing. Um, (laughs) Um... I don't know if Disney's going to fork out the money to put AEW on ESPN because they've been trying to get deals with the WWE. So. That,
0: that they didn't get, but I, I know somebody who would. And I think you might just happen to go Prime.
1: Hmm. It would be a well, very good thing, Amazon, to pick that up considering yeah. wwe and netflix have now come together starting next year right so that would make, make great yeah. sense for amazon and amazon prime to do something to pick them up and then you I mean, can then you've got a home for honor club
0: aew right? can launch its own streaming platform mm-hmm
2: yeah true i mean last year uh on turnbuckle talk uh carl and i talked about i think it was called AEW plus we called it
1: i think so yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and it just instead of all elite wrestling it's now amazon elite wrestling (laughs) and again you've got the direct shipping which is going to help your shop
1: and your merchandise but that might conflict with pro wrestling tees though because that's who AEW uses. They use Pro Wrestling Tees for and wrestling,
2: yeah, and Pro Wrestling Tees offers the same stuff that Amazon shipping does as well. So,
1: Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs>
2: okay. Oh, I'm not wearing one of my Pro Wrestling T-shirts.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I got a couple of Jericho shirts from there, so.
0: <laughs>
2: He's wearing the <laughs> nice. <a> Jericho. Shirt.
0: <laughs> of course, he is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah i i feel like yeah i if they're gonna try and look for a t a new tv deal now or if they're gonna try and look for a new new tv deal now is the time that they start looking yep because uh i agree if they're like wwe wwe actually well wwe took two years to find their new deal coming up so
0: yep and i mean the bonus for us here in canada is that it's all going to be in one area on netflix whereas in the states you've got netflix for raw usa for smackdown cw for nxt
2: and it's going to be the same thing as far as uh aw
0: goes because we've got it all on tsn right the other two only go on the tsn app rampage and collision
2: okay well it still doesn't it's still i can still um, watch it so because
0: because of my cable subscription nice Uh, nice um so i think going to amazon again it's going to give you that same type of deal we already know that the market for that has been set with the netflix deal at five billion dollars for 10 years Mm -hmm. and that might allow you to grow your business a little bit more maybe allow you to take a few more of those chances that you want to take, but bring in and help get some leadership in the back with the creative, with direction.
2: Yeah. Cause let's face it. AW needs to produce a product that will make the networks want them. Right. And just a personal opinion right now they really aren't doing that um but fingers crossed they do keep it because i do want to see AEW succeed i do want to see other options for pro wrestlers like AEW like ring of honor like tna like new japan like stardom like all japan i like seeing those op- those options for all the rest for all the wrestlers around the world to yeah go absolutely. in
0: <laughs> yeah of course absolutely tna has already said they're looking for a new network deal so potentially they could be coming off
1: of access mm-hmm. oh interesting interesting
2: um maybe come to a canadian
0: network that you don't have to subscribe to <laughs> right Would <It'd>
1: be nice <laughs> um it would be nice very much so yeah let's move on to liv morgan yeah because i love liv yeah. morgan
2: i'm <laughs> right. always happy to move on to her <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely so, a little while ago back in december of 2023 liv morgan was arrested during a traffic stop, and face charges for possession of marijuana less than Mm -hmm. 20 grams, possession of drug equipment, and possession of drugs, potentially synthetic cannabinoid. Mm -hmm. Uh, The most serious charge, possession, was dropped in January due to lack of evidence. Everything is now completed. It has reached its conclusion uh, with really no charges being laid uh there was a uh, nolo cantandre uh, means that Morgan accepted conviction as if a guilty plea had been entered but does not officially admit guilt to the charges yeah as part of the legal resolution she has been fined a whopping 543 dollars. That's pennies, for, that's pennies That's <laughs> pennies for her. This right?
0: is let's hope that this doesn't continue because we have seen it lead to more and more issues with um I guess past wrestlers, present wrestlers, and yes, the I am Jeff Hardy, to <laughs> Jeff Hardy <laughs> the Usos. Um so let's hope that she takes this. I mean it's a slap on the wrist, essentially, yeah. but let's hope that it's it gets oh, through.
2: Okay, but you just you guys just listed guys who were charged for DUIs. Liv Morgan was not charged with a DUI; it was just Ooh. possession. So let's just hope she, if she does want to use cannabis, which I fully support because I use cannabis for personal health reasons, right? Let's hope she purchases it in a proper manner. And carries it the way each state that has legalized it tells you to by law. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. Hmm. I kind of figured that these charges were going to drop because just when I read the case, it just seemed really
0: like something didn't add up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I really didn't right i sort of you know i took it as okay one of those things because i mean we didn't hear anything about it after that until tonight yeah Mm -hmm. so it was just sort of like okay and i mean they probably wouldn't have rushed her back and probably brought her into the royal rumble if she still had this pending against her right and sorry i shouldn't say rushed her back but they probably wouldn't have brought her back in at the royal rumble Right.
2: Yeah. Well, because they're still taking time with her return, not having a match since the Rumble until next week when she takes on... uh Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, so...
1: Yeah.
2: Um. But no, I'm glad that she actually manned up to the charges because they, they did find the synthetic stuff, which I don't agree with the synthetic stuff because the synthetic stuff is far more dangerous than the natural stuff. <laughs>
1: right. Right
2: um i do i'm glad that she uh she manned up she's she paid the fine which like i said was pennies for her 543 dollars that's nothing for her Mm. um yeah i'm just she she paid it up it's cleared we can move on with her now and hopefully give her a women's title shot
1: yeah (laughs) Now, you want to to talk about women's champions. Okay, let's move on to this woman's champion. A woman's champion whose uh, tenure within a company has come to a close at the beginning of 2024. Her tenure wrapped up. She had an impressive 812-day reign as the NWA (laughs) Women's Champion. I am talking about Camille. Camille Brickhouse, as some may know her. We have been speculating, and there has been very serious discussions, that she would be going to the WWE. Those negotiations are done. According to PW Insider, I'm going to put them out there. Camille has actually been engaging in deep discussions with AEW, making that next step up, I guess we could say, from the NWA going to AEW. I feel that there would be a lot more opportunity for her there right now. And I am very, very happy If that decision is what happens. Um, What do you guys think about Camille not being part of the WWE and going to, um, you know, this is still potential, a potential move to a E W from
0: what I've read today. And I'm, not overly familiar with Camille's work. Um, It's, my information comes more based on listening to the two of you rave about her. (laughs) Yeah. But as well, the fact that she's even said that this, or there would be more opportunity for her to transition to Hollywood and become an actress. Right. Which we know she got the role in the Queen of the Ring film
1: june Byers, she plays june mm-hmm. Byers.
0: yeah yeah so we're seeing that whereas yes she would get that opportunity eventually with mm-hmm. wwe but again she would be going from the nwa over to nxt and then working her way up right um because again they're not going to rush and just put her on the main roster Yeah. So, but again, and I think the AEW women's division is very lax um, because you've got Jamie Hayter out, you've got Britt Baker out. You're not seeing that whole, a ton of drive and pushing for the title because they're just bringing in talent after talent after talent and pushing them right to the title match. And then they're going to fall by the wayside. That's where I worry for her. You Uh, don't
1: need anyone more than Tony storm, sky blue, Deanna Perrazzo. And let's include Camille. Okay. There's a woman's division right there that can go for six months and allow these other women to recoup the Brit Bakers and the Jamie haters. Oh my heart. Um, I'm all for it. If that's the decision, I'm all for that because those four women right there can carry the women's division of AEW. Right.
0: And I mean, I'm not arguing with you on Deanna. I've, I've called Deanna the female version of Brian
1: Danielson. I love Deanna Perazzo. Jeez. Her work is impeccable. It is. It is. I mean, you and I have watched her since
0: old school ring of honor. Yep.
2: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm sort of disappointed that Camille did not come to WWE. I'm excited still that she's, you know, signing with another major promotion in AEW. Potentially. Potentially, yes. Because you never know, Impact might want to sink their teeth on her, you know? Right. Um, it worries me because of how they utilize the women on AEW. Get ready for those 932 minute matches, Camille. If you do sign,
1: but that's on the one show that's on Rampage, yeah. If she's on Collision mm-hmm. on Saturdays, they might utilize her more there. Run that, yeah. But mm-hmm. there
2: have been times where I've had a Collision, and again, 930, the women came out. True. True. I just wish, that's the one thing I really wish AEW would do, is add more emphasis. Like, we get a lot of, right now as we're looking, we've got Thea Hale doing a storyline right now on NXT. Uh, We got a lot of it last night with Rhea Ripley and uh, Nia Jax. That's what I want to see AEW do, is just even about the storylines between the men and the women that are going on and through that i think camille could uh could uh thrive and you mentioned six months there carl and you mentioned all the wrestlers that she could be working with you just basically gave six months of stories right there which could be actually stretched out to a year with the three people that uh, the three others that you had mentioned
1: could be yeah therein lays the Definitely problem with what be.
2: what aew does with their new stars
1: yeah but maybe this is what this maybe this is what Tony Khan man needs. Mm -hmm. Maybe he needs somebody like. Diana Perrazzo. And Camille to come in and go. Dude do you not realize. That we could have gone. To anywhere. But we decided to come here. To help Mm -hmm. this women's division. Let us. Help this women's division. Maybe that's the kick in the testicles. That he needs. For him to finally go. Holy crap. Maybe, maybe just freaking maybe we have got some good stuff in women's professional wrestling.
2: And that's something I wish Soraya would have done when she came when she came over. I really wish she would have done that because she came. She came from the WWE where they were having a fantastic women's division. She saw it firsthand, you know? Mm
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah
2: but i really do hope as you said carl i really do hope that this is what camille and indiana perrazzo do when they go over there they they just put on the fantastic matches and make tony khan open up his eyes and see just how mm-hmm. great women's division not just in the wwe but in pro wrestling as a whole
1: has become yeah i i i hope so as well yep um i'm not getting into any more stories i'm i'm done with stories for today if what do you guys have though for stories anything extra
2: omd's got himself a bit of a rant that he sent me here
1: a personal rant or a rant that someone else has done did he like send you someone else's rant
0: It's something that I want to touch on and it's something that we have touched on numerous times here on Turnbuckle Talk and it's wrestlers are people too. I know, Chris Best, you and I got into a little bit of a debate last night on the Raw Watch Along. Mm -hmm. But the internet wrestling community getting so toxic as to send death threats on social media to Ava. Simone Johnson, the daughter of The Rock, who has absolutely nothing to do with the
1: storyline. Right. Continue. Go with your rant. Go with these me. people,
0: as entertainers, they are people too. We've gone into this when we had those issues with them declining autographs at the airport. We've gone into this because they go and make movies, or they're doing this, or yes, you're related to so-and-so. Guess what? It's not their fault. So leave them alone. They're people too. This takes a toll on their mental health as much as it takes a toll on ours, as much as you may be upset. It's part of the show but don't sit there and threaten somebody who's now gone and deleted her social media and her ex account over this yeah
2: yeah i i think All it's just it. complete i'm gonna i don't i'm trying my hardest not to swear on the show but i'm gonna say this is complete bullshit that people do this to these wrestlers, because it's not just it's not just uh, Ava that's been affected by this. Solo Sokoa was attacked earlier this year and deleted his ex account because of the fact that he couldn't do math. A lot of people were making fun of him for that. Diana perrazzo earlier this year too, getting body shamed because of the change in look of her body. It's complete fucking bullshit that these fans fucking do this. And I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot here, and I'm trying my hardest not to. Um. She, Diana Prazo is, is an accomplished athlete. So is Sola Sokoa. Ava's getting there as well. Fucking leave them alone. They're people too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I did notice, okay, I'm going to be the first to say, I noticed the one night I was watching Diana Prazo and I noticed, you know, she did, she wasn't going to fit into a size two bikini. Doesn't take away from her abilities in that ring doesn't take away from who she is as a character on her screen or who she is as a person outside with her husband Steve Macklin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't get to know them on a personal level. We know them for what we see on our screens.
2: Yeah and that's another that's another thing that bugs me too is when fans start using their shoot names. I've seen this several times. I actually watched a video of this about a week or so ago of a fan posting his interactions with wrestlers back in like 94 where he was calling Yokozuna by his shoot name. Right. Yoko was pissed off that he was doing that because they were still at the arena.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: he walks up to the guy and he just, he pie faces the camera and says, get that camera out of my fucking face.
0: (laughs) Right. I want to say something to all of those people that especially like, and I'm going to use Solo's example, because guess mm-hmm. what? I'm 45 years old, doing this because I love it. I failed grade seven and eight math, so that doesn't change who it. you are, though. You know what I mean? exactly. But I'm putting it out there so that the IWC can have a field day with it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, Carl, what do you what do you think? <laughs> We ranted ourselves. (laughs) Time for you to rant.
1: You really don't know and don't understand the damage that you can do when you put out these comments. Mm -hmm. You may think that it's just you that is doing this, and, oh, I'm only one person. But when collectively this is coming and i'm going to use simone or ava as an example here where she's receiving death threats over a storyline involving her father and cody rhodes and roman reigns where her and the rock are receiving death threats over this i pluralized that Because it's not just one person who has done this, but collectively many people have done this. And the effect of many really shows. You can do a lot more with many people. It has been said time and time again since the beginning of time. It has been talked about there is power in numbers. Mm-hmm. You have that power when you are in the numbers. make sure that you are using those powers for a positive instead of a negative narrative such as these right and it all all
0: it takes is one, but it's those likes. It's those retweets about this stuff that that add up. It's and that's what makes the IWC a tentatively toxic community. There are oh, no, there is some no tentatively I, they are toxic. Well, they are, but <laughs> there are th- there are the good ones, and then there are the zealots. Mm-hmm. I think so
1: Parish says it says it good here. It says just because you buy a ticket and or a T-shirt doesn't allow ignorance or disrespect or entitlement from these same people toward the ones they say they are supporting. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I'll use an example because this actually happened to me too, of people who actually are fans of the wrestling product. I was at the bus terminal, our local bus terminal, just catching a bus to go do some shopping. Some fans ran up to me. They didn't call me by my shoot name. My shoot name is Chris Best. They called me by my ring name. Chris damage. Mm-hmm. So when I heard my name, my ring name being called, I flipped the switch kayfabe, you know, yep. Yep. they came up to me. They started asking questions about uh, the wrestlers. It was actually about Brad Hexham and an injury yeah. that he suffered. And I'm like, I went into kayfabe mode. I'm like, we don't know the extent of the injury. We don't, we're not sure when he's coming back or if he's going to come back and left it at that. I'm like, just come to the next show and check us out.
1: Yep. Yeah. There we go, guys. I think that this has been an episode. We are at an hour and six minutes already. Now, even though he did not uh, make his way here and show up tonight, I'm sure that he will see this at some point. So I want to make sure. Thank you, Chris Best for creating this, but we want to Mm -hmm. give a huge shout out to our guy, our friend, Bobby Stats. Today is his birthday. If you can find him on the socials, do so and wish him a happy birthday, Bobby Petito. Thank you so much for all the support that you continue to give us and that you have given us and happy birthday to you
0: happy birthday bobby we love you we appreciate you thank you for always sticking yeah. with us here at turnbuckle
1: studios
2: a big old happy birthday going out to you bobby stats
1: <laughs> with that let us get to our socials we're going to start with you chris best where can people find you on the socials
2: all right you can look for me at youtube.com at chrisdamage83 twitch.tv at cbrs underscore entertainment threads.net at cbestfilms films 83. Facebook.com at Chris.Best83, TikTok.com at CBRS.Entertainment. You can look for here Monday nights alongside Carl Carafel, alongside OMD, alongside Chris Parrish and Bubba Duke as we do the Monday Night Raw Watch Along. You can look for me every Tuesday night, 8.05 Eastern, doing Turnbuckle Talk alongside Carl Carafel and OMD as well uh saturday nights you will look you will find me doing saturday night gaming 8 p.m eastern on my personal channel and maybe on turnbuckle studios uh, twitch channel and my and my twitch channel as well
1: so yeah (laughs) and we want to let everybody know that we do have another youtube channel that we created because the original one is having issues right now If you are listening to us on Twitch or listening to us on Good Pods or any of the other podcast platforms that are out there, make sure that you check out our new YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash turnbuckle underscore studios. YouTube.com slash at turnbuckle underscore studios. And if everyone would be so kind as to download the Good Pods app, it is an amazing place where we can share the audio podcast with everyone. You guys can even go and leave a rating and a ranking for it. We have been up at number one. We are dropping down, unfortunately. But go and check out goodpods.com slash podcasts slash turnbuckle dash talk dash two six four five two. That's goodpods.com slash podcasts slash turnbuckle dash talk dash 264524. OMD, where can people find you? The people can find me on Facebook at
0: Daniel Horisic, H R Y C Y K, on Snapchat, One Man Dynamic, capitals on D on Twitch at OMD17, and on Discord at OMD6370 to find me visually to see the moneymaker right here every Monday on the raw watch along with Carl Carafell with Chris best with Parrish with Bubba right here every Tuesday with Carl Carafell and with Chris best and on Thursdays at eight o'clock with Bubba Duke on the boar's nest.
1: And if you guys have not checked out our friends with color and elbow brand, I'd like you to go check them out as well. com. My boss over there is former professional wrestler Al Snow. This hat I'm wearing is an OG collar and Elbow branded hat. Go and check them out. They have some amazing shirt merchandise over there. While you're there, use the promo code JKpodcast and get yourself 10% off your order each and every time. And if you're looking for some Turnbuckle Studios merchandise, look no further than our Redbubble account. Check out carlcarafell.redbubble.com. That is K-A-R-L-K-A-R-U-F-E-L.redbubble.com. And if you're looking for me on the socials, you can find all of it at my link tree. linkt e slash that's l i n k t r dot e e slash k a r l k a r u f e l. On behalf of Chris Best, O M D. Oh, he's here. He's here. We gotta send. We gotta send it. Bobby Stats
2: is
0: oh. in the chat. There he Bobby is. Bobby Stats. Happy
1: birthday, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> so happy we let this draw out just for a little bit <laughs> just for you bobby we wanted yeah. to make sure that we said happy birthday, happy birthday. to you ah. <laughs> amazing amazing what just that little bit of extra time can do and give ah
2: We kind of figured you are. He's saying
1: thank you so much. He was out celebrating his birthday. (laughs) Totally understandable. And we know that you would have seen this at some point afterwards. So we made sure that we did say it just before ending, but so happy that you were able to be here for us to personally on the day say happy birthday. With that being said, on behalf of Chris Best, OMD, and myself, Carl Carafel. This has been another edition of Turnbuckle Talk on the day where Bobby Batito turns 23. Absolutely amazing. Remember everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other.